Hey, folks, we're back. Will Strickland, App State Cone Boy. Parker Stone, the App State Cone Enforcer. That might be a new record for that. That Hey, that may be the quickest time we've ever introduced ourselves. That's pretty good. We want to go ahead. We have an exciting week coming off that big App State basketball dub over Louisville. Louisville. Our first 3-0 and start since 1997. The Literally year, in our lifetimes. The year we were christened. The year we were born. I don't know what christened means, to be honest. But we still want, you know, all eyes on basketball. We still want to, you know, talk about football a little bit. Um, football, you know, falls to Marshall, 5-5. Five and five. Not good. Welcome back. You're in the Gold Room. Presented by Will Strickland. And Parker Stone. Welcome back to the Gold Room Podcast. And we're here to talk about, we've already gotten the football out of the way. So we're now going to devote the rest of our episode to what is, and I think I would challenge anybody in the audience to disagree with us, the best team currently at App State. There's not. I, you could make an argument for volleyball. They've had a, a, a really good year. They've had a first-year head coach. They're in the tournament for the first time in a while. I'm pretty yeah, sure. yeah. Volleyball is on an upswing. Field hockey's sure. over. Field hockey's over. They made it to the, the championship game. That was big. That was big. Was it the championship game? Yeah, I think they lost in the championship game, or that or was the semis. Oh, I thought. Okay. And well, I think they made it to the championship game and lost Bowling Green. I know their coach was coach of the year for the MAC, which is cool. So turn Yeah. Um. <laughs> So, uh, you know, volleyball, maybe there's an argument there for You could say, uh, what, winter sports? Best, yeah. best well, winter. There's two. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm sure track's doing something. Indoor track season hasn't started yet. Oh. And, oh. I mean, women's basketball is one and two, so. Well, then, you're right. <laughs> you're right. The best team currently at App State. That's 3-0. Uh, and o. Yes. <laughs> best men's team at App State. That easily... Easily. 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 Not close. Mm-hmm. Now, Come the club me. women's football team is making some noise lately. But we're talking varsity sports. Varsity men's sports. <laughs> I challenge you. That have started. I know wrestling people come after right. me too, but wrestling hasn't started. Right. Um. Yeah, what a win. I mean, 3-0 and for literally, I mean, both of us are 25 years old. First time in our life. First time in our lifetimes, we've been 3-0. and mm-hmm. So, that, that's it's crazy. Well, um, actually, let's be... On a technicality, it may be the second time, you know, we our birthdays yes. would have come before the season. Yes, so it's the second time in our lifetime. It's the first time since we were could not walk. Right. We were still like gasping for breath. Like yes. we were still learning to not die. We could not roll back over on our own. Right, right. Like we were the equivalent of turtles. But it still counts. So the second time. In the our second life. time in our lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, That's why we were born, dude. Which I think is is kind of a testament to kind of how bad things got for App State yeah. basketball for a <laughs> yeah. while. That, like, that's what I thought too. We couldn't even schedule like three cupcakes to win for a while. Yeah, but, that's uh, why when I, I uh, a knock on wood here, I guess knock on wood. I don't know. After the game, I posted on the Golden Room account that uh, I tried to dig up when the last three and zero start was. Yeah. Um, and the App State website only went to th- two thousand five, and Wikipedia. Only goes to 2011. Which if you is, click on 2010, it says this page has not been created. So I could not find a document 
showing when the last three and start was. We you, had you'd three have and, to... we had a couple three and O's with an exhibition opener, which surprisingly a lot of them were against Warren Wilson. Did not realize how often we play them. Uh, but I figured that's kind of BS. You know, I want like a legitimate three and O. No yeah. exhibition. Three three division one team. Right. We had a couple two and ones. We had some three and O's with an exhibition thrown in there. Um, but this is like the first legit three and O real game, real contest it since counted. 1997, which is yes. huge. I think what you're saying is correct. It took, was that? 25 years. 25 years to go 3-0. Yes. That's very bad. That That is bad. Yeah. That is terrible. I'd, I'd like to look, it would take a lot of digging um, through like basketball reference and some of those weird niche basketball stat sites. Um, I'd like to see how many of those years were 2-1 starts versus 1-2s. and twos. Uh, From what I could tell up until 2005 which is all i had access to it seemed like a kind of even split of two and okay. ones and, and ones, ones and twos. twos and i saw a lot of two and one after an acc opponent or uh or a yeah. major major opponent, a big like a big matchup right so and this was our, our first uh power five autonomous five major program whatever you want to call them yeah first win since uh 2014 when we beat which, virginia tech Surprised me as well. It was right before our time at App. Right, I hey, dude, we were born for this, man. I had no idea if there was a Virginia Tech win in there. I had no idea App State existed. <laughs> <laughs> bad on Virginia Tech. Yeah, yeah, I think that's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, and overall, I think this is kind of what I've, I've. This is the kind of team I alluded to, kind of with my sneak preview mm-hmm. that we were gonna get. You know, this is a lot deeper. Than we are hundred percent. That is my biggest takeaway from the game. From I mean, the, the first three games. Looking at the the minutes here, you had one, two, three, four, five, six guys come in off the bench, and three of them played over fifteen minutes. Yep. I, I don't know if we've seen that from an App State team in a, a must win big no. game kind of scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're used to you know playing the starters for thirty plus minutes a piece. Yeah. And then you know maybe one bench guy goes in for six minutes, another comes in for two. Yeah. So, that's huge. Having depth like that is going to be a, a game changer. Especially at at the bigs. Having, 100%. Having Tamel and Debaji be able to come in, give you 16, 17 really, really good minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that's unbelievable. Yep. That's, this, is, this is the most talented group altogether that we've seen in the Kearns era. 100%. I've been very, very impressed with the new additions to the roster, which there there are many. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's I don't know if it actually is, but it feels like the majority of our of our minutes are going to transfers or freshmen, uh, which is awesome. To Mel, that was definitely his coming out game. That was like, oh yeah, I'm here. I like I'm I have a presence. To Mel popped off. Uh, Boykin was clutch, of course. Justin Abson is insane. It's incredible to me that Justin Abson is a true freshman. Yeah. Who is, if not leading the nation in blocks right now, he is very close to leading the nation in blocks per game right, right. now. Like, dude is a menace. Right. And, and really, in those clutch moments, this is incredible that Kearns trusted him enough in mm-hmm. the stretch that he was in the game, you know, at that, that last second stretch, gets a key block. And then hits that sky hook to keep our lead. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, and I don't want this to be a slight towards us or Justin or anything like that. I'm surprised we got him. Yeah. I'm surprised he's playing at Appalachia That's State. That's what I'm saying. Like, 
and I that's that's just like Kearns and this group of coaches that's there right now. I mean, is really getting you know these kids to buy in. Mm-hmm. Um. So so between our freshmen that are contributing immediately, and then this group of transfers that have come in. And yeah, they dude talking about the coaching staff. I mean, talk about Boykin and uh, and Dabaji. Just those two alone. Yep. What those are huge pickups. Boykin, Dabaji, and Tamel. Like the the three of those huge. guys coming in as as transfers who have all played at other places, all played yeah. for a long time. You would not guess looking at this team right now that you know the majority of these guys have not played together before this year. Yeah. There's so much chemistry within that group already. It's really been a, a pleasure to watch that. Yeah. The ability for our staff to find players like Boykin, who is D two, right? At yeah, what, what the mount? Yeah, he was. Is he, that the technical name of the school? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but to find players like Dabaji, like Tamel, like Boykin, and to be able to bring them in, to know that they're gonna fit, and to bring them in and prove that they do fit, that's incredible. That they're able to identify talent like that. Not just talent, but you have to have that personality. The personality yeah. has to match the coaching mentality and the rest of the the locker room. Cause you already have your established leaders. You already have Donnie. You already got CJ. You have people who have been there like Mantis and, and Terrence who are really coming up. Easy Eads have, has been there. They have set the tone. You got to have people yeah. that come in and I don't want to say fall in line as it, as in like an insult, but they got to match what's already been established, right? They, they can't come in here, expect to change things up and, and march their own beat. They got to match what the team is already laying down. And they're doing that perfectly so far. They're, like you said, there's incredible chemistry on the court. Uh, I feel like the ball movement has been incredible. Yeah, just I watching like, that. I mean, they, it, it's it's so great to see where like it changes so often. Who's running the offense? Yeah, who's who's running at top of the key? I mean, it's so refreshing. I guess in a sense, mm-hmm. this this seems different from what we've gotten in the past. Yeah, and I think it is because there are more players than ever on this roster that are capable of running like Kearns's vision. Yeah, because I know, I, I'm pretty sure Tyree brought the ball up several times. Donnie brought the ball up. I want to say X brought the ball up a few At, times. Yeah, X, X was a ball handler so, for a while. Terrence uh, yeah. ran the ball up the court a lot. I mean, yeah, so the ability to rotate that and have different schemes and different looks mm-hmm. to throw at the opponent and to feel confident doing that. That's huge. Yep. That's huge. And just seeing the growth from guys that have already been here too. So you look at someone like Terrence Harcum, like Terrence looked great Mm -hmm. during that game, especially in that first half. Like he helped lead that scoring to get us, get us going at the beginning of that game. Our our biggest lead was it 16 16 points was the biggest lead we had. That's awesome against an ACC opponent. And that's like, that's huge. People be like, Oh, Louisville's and three. Don't matter. It doesn't matter. They're and three only because every single three points, three points. They've lost every game by one point. Which is brutal, by the way. Exactly, and it kind of it scared me going into this one because it's always like those ACC schools will start out down, and then they get they, they get their mojo back, and yeah. there, there we go. Louisville's back; they're gonna make the tournament. Yeah, I was terrified after halftime. You know, oh my god, they're gonna go to the locker room. Coach is gonna ream them. Some dude's gonna start popping off, and Louisville's right. gonna come back. Which kind of it happened. Uh, it would have happened if not for a tenth of a second I, and and Justin Absin uh, blowing a guy to the yeah, side to slow him down. That's a, a bit. if if y'all haven't we we watched the uh, the last play of the game a little bit ago and you can see Tyree kind of gets lost a little bit on defense. Yeah, on he, he kinda, I thought he was about to pull it for a three. It was Tyree it, gets shook. Well, and it was like a it was a good little hezzy move he got him with, yeah. kind of like a, that that uh, Terry Rozier kind of fake mm-hmm. little jab he does. Um, 
And I get in that situation too. If you're Tyree, you're doing whatever you can not to foul. So you're, you're, you're really not trying to initiate contact. But he gets Tyree off of him, and you think he's got a, a clear path to the lane. And all Justin Abson does is just kind of step into the path and cause him to take more time and getting to the basket. And he stays straight up. Yep. No foul. Stays vertical, does not create contact. He just gets in his way. And so if there that, was any contact, right. it's on Louisville. And when you point. look at the replay and you see it was probably less than a tenth of a second that that ball was out of his hand and, yep. and gave us the win. If Justin wasn't there. He has a clear straight right. on path. He makes the same shot and, and they win. But or just if, the fact that his he was so much bigger than the ball handler, mm-hmm. the fact that he was there, it just changed his path just enough to slow him down. And he didn't panic also. He didn't rush in there. He didn't foul. If he fouls, game's over. Yeah. So, I mean, that was just a beautiful clutch defensive play by a true freshman, by an 18-year-old. I don't know where it stands now, but I know going into that game, we were number one in the country in blocks. And I imagine a lot of that has to do with Justin Abson. I imagine we still are towards the top because Justin still had several blocks, if I remember correctly. Um, you got to think he's a fresh, a newcomer of the year contender for the Sun Belt. Oh, yeah. Are they, do they have separate freshman and newcomer? No, awards? it's just. It's I same? think it's just freshman year. Well, he's got. I mean, he's got to be a contender. Well, oh, it's yeah. three games in. Sure, we'll see. You know, once, especially when we get to conference play. But you got to think uh, if there's a monthly award, if there's a freshman, s- yeah. something like that, some type of midseason award or something like defensive that, defensive player of the month, got to be yeah, somewhere in that list, man. He, uh, I am very very excited to see more of him especially when we get into conference play too it's going to mm-hmm. be awesome so you know this is it's so weird as as fans of app state basketball to to have lived through the fox era yeah to to see the lowest of the lows and then to watch the come up the improbable run and now it kind of feels in a weird way that like app state basketball is about to be in an era of sustained sustained success right well, i i agree we're at this weird precipice yes. where if we can sustain this and i'm not saying we don't have to go undefeated we know we don't have to win the right. conference whatever. right i don't yeah. even right i don't even think we have to win the conference if we have a 20 25 win season yeah i think that is going to be that's three i would say successful seasons in a row last season was eh, but still successful overall that'd be three seasons in a row of success i think that's what it takes to get fans and students bought in yeah to see sustained success like that and i think it's so impressive too that this is this is now full kern's group of players 100 percent. there you know justin forrest is not here anymore to help kind of lead the charge you know it, it's it's just truly like kern's team yeah um so it, it's just a really you know super positive great great time to be an app state basketball fan yeah. um i feel bad for those that are app state football fans and feel the need to root for something else because there's UNC th- basketball fans or something like that or Duke or some other UNC state. I don't know if those, if exist. it ain't absolutely basketball, I don't want to talk. Think ass. I don't want to talk. So, you know, it, it's so nice because this is such an easy group to root for and to They're, follow yeah, and yeah. to be excited about. I mean, it, I mean, we got, I got this pull, I screenshot of this on Debaji Walker's Instagram story. First of all, if you watch this dude on the court, he is the most, uh, energized. Yes, uh, he's got to be talking shit. I mean, the way he plays, the way he mean mugs people mm-hmm. for like simple routine plays. Yes, <laughs> slapping the floor. 
he's got to be talking shit. But he posted, because if you guys didn't know, Master P, his son, plays for Louisville. And there's Charlotte a Hornets legend, Master P. Yeah. <laughs> you did not know, Charlotte P did, er, hey, Master P did play for the Charlotte Hornets. I, I tweeted this. This is a, a loot uh, line, the rapper who's with Dreamville from Charlotte. Like that Percy Miller uh, Hornets jersey. Ain't no limit. Mm-hmm. Dabaji Walker posts a picture on his Instagram story of Dabaji going up for a three, Master P sitting courtside. Dabaji draws an arrow to Master P and says, Master P witnessed a face shot last night. And he put the, the Master P song, uh, <laughs> That's brutal if you're a Louisville fan, but that makes you love Dabaji Walker and it makes you love our team oh, yeah. so much more. Oh, yeah. That's, per- that's the personality that gets fans coming back. When the fans have favorite players, yes, that's the key. That's the key. It's, it's a huge thing for football. I think back to me, Hennigan was a standout. If I just like overall, just talking to people, Hennigan was a star player. That's when mm-hmm. people came to the game to, to watch, watch Thomas Hennigan. Hennigan. The same can happen with basketball. We had yes. that with Justin. We had that with Mike. We had that with Delph. If we can get that same thing, Donnie's there. I think Donnie yeah. right oh, now oh, yeah. is the crowd favorite. Yeah. I can see Dabaji getting there just yes. with his attitude yes. and the way he plays. When people have favorites, they come to watch their favorites, no matter the opponent, no matter the record. They come to watch that player. That's huge. So so I've got another Debaji Walker pulled up. Perfect. Um, he posted this on his Instagram story. Stay exclusive. Don't be everywhere. Don't involve yourself with just anyone. Leave a little mystery to your life. Come on. How could you not want to watch this man who gets on the court, slaps the floor, mean mugs everyone, and then goes back to the bench silently? Yeah. Sits yeah. back on the bench, and you would think he's going to the library. It's like when SpongeBob got a seahorse and named him Mystery. Yeah. We snarl. We snarl. That's Dabaji. Dabaji, Dabaji is our mystery. Is, yo, can we call him Big Mystery? Big Mist? Big Mist. <laughs> we snarl. We snarl. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. First on the Gold Room Podcast. <laughs> Give it up for Big Mist. Now, not to be a buzzkill. Oh. We do have to talk about the elephant in the room. I don't know if it counts as an elephant. We have to talk about the scoring drought. Yes. We went on, we had up to a 16-point lead. We go into the first half. I don't know what the score was. It was a double-digit lead at first half, if I remember remember correctly. Our biggest lead is 16. About that 12, 10-minute mark of the second half, a wave of evil nostalgia starts washing over my, my body. I saw it unraveling. I saw it happening before, before me eyes. Before me eyes. The drought began. It was like the dust bowl all over again, dude. It was like <laughs> holes. It all dried it up. It was like we were out there digging six by six holes, man. Every day, the drought began. This is something that is signature to Dustin Kern's Appalachian State basketball teams. Yes. It is. I don't know the solution because I'm not a coach. But it happens every year, no matter the roster, right? This is Kern's fourth year, right? Yes. And it has happened every year. There has to be something coachable to fix that, right? It can't be pure coincidence. It can't be the flow of the game. It happens every game. I'd like to wait a little bit and see um, how we perform against you know a, a team that's not like an ACC opponent like that. I, I kind of... 
I almost feel like we had the lead a little bit too early, and it's easy as a player for them to get antsy in that moment to kind of, you know, you're up 16 against Louisville, and then once they kind of start laying it on, I feel like it's a lot of like a like a mental thing at that point. So I ain't gonna, you know, say it's a it's a perennial problem quite just yet. I'm hopeful that it was just a a matter of the circumstances that it was against Louisville. They had a guy get super 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 hot in the second half. But it happens every season. Every game. It's one game this season. It did not have... Well, the Central game. Uh, it did. It, 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 it absolutely did. did. The Central game. Uh, it happens every game. <laughs> every game. Well. <laughs> every game except Warren Wilson and Tacoa Falls. And, I, I and miss Tacoa Falls. Whoever. I hope they're doing well. Yeah. <laughs> they're part of history, you know? So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't necessarily know what the solution is there. Because um, if we got rid of the scoring drought, if we could avoid that, we would have won that game safely there would have been no millisecond win we would have just yeah. won right yeah. and that would have there's been so many cases of games like that where we win by one or two possessions and you go back and there's a four five six seven minute scoring drought we have some free throw i will give our team credit our free throw percentage is already better it is already yes a huge relief to see us hitting free throws that is fantastic and that will win games we have lost games yeah. on free throws we can now win games on free throws but that scoring drought, if we can get that out of the equation, there will be games where you have scoring droughts, and that's just the name of the that, game. The such other, is life. So, hey, such is life. You have scoring droughts. You just can't score. You just can't score, bro. You just can't score. The other team throws you a scheme you ain't ready for. The other team's just better, whatever it is. But when it happens every single game, there has to be something that you can identify and fix as a staff, right? If it's not happening every game, and we're hitting our free throws, this team, that alone will win this team 10 more games than last year in, in the 2020-21 season. 100%. Or 21, whatever. We won the I agree. I agree. Um, let's look ahead now. Okay. We've got a big we weekend big coming weekend. In we a got, big way. we got some back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. Yeah. Whoever scheduled that, you're in trouble. You shouldn't have done that. Um, so the first <laughs> off, we got Campbell coming in one one Hump boys! With a, a win over St. Augustine. I don't know if they're D1 or D2. I would, hey. Fourth grade, I lived in uh, Tallahassee for like 10 months. School field trip to St. Augustine. Neat. Um, and then they lost by... <laughs> Thanks. They lost by six. Uh, <laughs> I went to the fort. I've been there too, man. It's Fort Augustine. I don't know what it's called. It was a good trip. Good trip. We were playing... We were doing uh, Picto Chat in the DS on the bus. Wow. Yeah. Chat room A or B? Psh, I can't tell you. Oh. She. <laughs> uh, beat St. Augustine. They lost by six at uh, NC State this week. Bums. Imagine losing to an ACC team. <laughs> then uh, Kennesaw State will play them on Saturday. That'll be a good game. That'll be a good game. They are future Conference USA program. So they have beat something called LaGrange. And oh, that's a ZZ Top song. Yeah. That's in Guitar Hero 3. They beat a ZZ Top song. <laughs> and then something <laughs> called Bruton Parker. It sounds like Brute and Parker. Like you and yes, someone a, named Brute. If I had a goon. Or Brute. Like, like isn't there, aren't there Brutes in Halo? I don't know. Yeah, they're the big dudes. Oh. So it's you and the Halo dude. <laughs> uh, so they beat those things and then uh, lost by 10 at Florida. So, you know, two teams that are Power 5 tested, and then we got sure. Southeastern Louisiana. A D2 program who just came off recently beating Wyoming. 
Yes. So they have so, a D1 win. So they beat um, Loyola, Louisiana. So no, nothing is caught. How many Loyolas are there, there's, dude? Dude, there's a Loyola, I feel what like, the in the state. Loyola, Louisiana. Sister Jean can't possibly make all of Wait, did she pass away recently? Or was it her birthday? I think it was her birthday. I feel like I feel like it would have been bigger news. It's the died. same thing with Betty White until she actually died. Whenever yeah. her name trended on Twitter, you'd yeah. be like, <gasps> "Oh no, <laughs> no, no!" Um, lost Colorado State. Rest in peace, Betty White. Beat uh, beat Wyoming by and the Queen. Rest in peace to the Queen. So you know, so we got some teams that are, I wouldn't say bad. No, I think this, this will is be a good group, and especially this will be a good endurance test, yeah. which will be huge oh, yeah. at the end of the season, especially in the conference tournament. Three games back to back against respectable opponents. There, it's yep. nothing to write home about, especially Southeastern Louisiana. But again, they have a D one win under their belt. You have to respect it. So this is going to be good. And Campbell, anytime you play an in state program, that's oh, it's fun. It's beef. You're going to have fun with that. It's so, going to be personal. God, our schedule is is crazy though because we we do that this weekend. Mm-hmm. Then three days later on Wednesday we play ETSU. Yikes! That's a tough game. And then we play yes. Furman after that, right? Yes, we play Furman the week. The two the t- hard SoCon games. Yes, so that's a old SoCon rivalry. Um, Our yeah. boys are gonna look like that meme of the Popeyes worker when the chicken sandwich came out. She's like on the bench breathing. Yep, that's gonna be our team. And that's at ETSU, oh, which that's God. a team that has an, an our time watching, giving us fits sometimes. For, yeah, for sure. Um, right now, ESPN's got that as a fifty point seven percent chance for us to win that one. Mm. And then Furman. The Tuesday after that, which right now Furman's got a fifty-seven percent chance to beat us in the home center. Yeah, that's a lot. I feel like that's going to be a big one for the crowd to turn yeah. out. Gonna that's going to be have a huge, huge crowd. And then obviously after that, December second, Friday night in Charlotte. That's yeah. a big test. That that'll be a big one. Because remember uh, last year, didn't we lose by one to Charlotte? Yes, and in, it was that like it's like that. It was Justin went for a game when he layup and he he kind of slipped. Yes. On the way up. Yeah. And he missed it. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be a tough one. And those are I think are two teams that are pretty similar in makeup right now, where it's a lot of new faces on both squads right now. Yep. Um and I think both of them kind of have that circled as kind of like their first big test between each other. Yeah, for sure. I'm very excited. And then when do we play uh Wake Forest? Uh we will play Wake the 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 Diamond Day. Is that the eleventh? Yes, it's the fourteenth. Uh, it's fourteenth. It's a Wednesday, correct? Yeah, it's a Wednesday game, fourteenth. That's one that hopefully a lot of y'all can can pull up to. Um, I'm definitely gonna do what I can to make that Wednesday night. Obviously, is a little tough, but it's in state, so mentally you tell yourself it's oh, that's a short drive, no matter where it is. Yeah, <laughs> we play Wilmington. Be like, oh, it's in state. Uh, yeah, it's it's. I close. mean, Winston Salem <laughs> for us in Charlotte's like ninety minutes. Yeah, tops. it's not bad. No, that'll be a fun game because Wake Forest they just went to was it. Over, oh, it was OT against uh, Utah Valley? Yes, they beat Utah Valley by three in OT. Yeah. So, I mean, that could have been a fluke, not to say well, that they're a bad program. Yeah, but. it's very odd because they, they blew out Fairfield in their first game. Then they beat Georgia by 10. Mm. And then go to OT against Utah Valley? Mm. Mm. Interesting. Well, they ain't going to OT against us because we just going to stomp them. We just going to beat them upright. We going to get that W. Yeah, that's right. Uh. So this upcoming weekend, I I wanted to go to all three, but I'm going up to Boone with family. So, you know, family over, going to sports, you know, whatever, right? I love you. Love you, family. Uh, so I will be there. I chose between the Friday and Saturday games. I think the Saturday one will be f- more fun. I think that will be a go, better vibe. To do Kennesaw? Going from the football game 
Because it is the same as whatever year where we had a football game and then played South Florida and everyone gets in free with a ticket. Yeah. That game was fun to be at. That was. That was. So I want to I wanna do the same thing. I'm thinking this weekend, as is, we'll have better attendance just coming off the hype of, of the Louisville win. But if you combo that up with having a football game the same day, I think that Saturday, that's going to be electric. That's going to be boogie, boogie, boogie. It's going to be a great environment. I agree. Did I you, concur. Did you hear my... Uh, yeah, but yeah, I, I, yeah, everybody did. It wasn't like a just. Well, yeah, everyone thing. heard. I sent to the mic, dummy. That's what I said. All right, all right, all right. Okay. Uh, let is there anything else to talk about? We talked about the scoring droughts, free throws improve, grad transfers, freshmen, three and zero. Head, yeah. Uh, football sucks. We'll see you guys next week.